1: I am your host, Raj Singh. They call me King Raj, and I have with us today two very amazing guests, actually, that are in um, an a industry that everyone has either, uh, if you're not doing it on the side of the business end, then you're on the side of the consumer end and you're watching other people do it. So help me welcome from ThinkEnvy.com, Mike Vanilli and Ian Moise. Hello, guys.
2: Hi. Hi. Good to be here.
1: <laughs> All right, and we'll start with uh, the 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 founder himself and the owner of the company, uh, Mike. If you could just tell us a little bit about uh, what it is that your company and you do for your clients.
2: Sure. So, like I said, my name is Mike, and I'm the uh, owner and head video producer with NV Creative, thinkenvy.com. and basically we make uh, we make ads and commercials for video for uh, products, brands, and businesses. And pretty much we say that uh, the, the video ads that you stop scrolling and actually watch on uh, Instagram and TikTok and, and Facebook, as well as the ads that you might skip on YouTube, those are, those are what we produce. Okay. <laughs> that you might skip <laughs> as well. <laughs> being, being Hopefully don't. Uh, but, <laughs> uh,
1: but at least we've seen it and we know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we know it happens.
1: All right. And uh, Ian, please tell us more about what you do as well.
3: Yeah, so two, two caps are where I guess daytime is I'm Chief Revenue Officer at a company called One Up Sales. We, we produce uh, a software as a service gamification platform to help businesses motivate and uh, drive productivity that gets some greater results right from the sales team. Um, around that, though, and around my, my work in the last, say, 15 years in cloud, I've fallen into this influencer sector in the B2B space because I talk around cloud computing, thought leadership. So, to stay relevant in what I do and successful, I've learned and self taught social selling, personal branding, and the whole influence thing. And I influence for a a, a number of major global brands in the cloud computing space.
1: Okay, excellent. Now, how did you guys
3: actually get into
1: what you're doing now with doing, uh, you know, with the video company, video production for clients?
2: Sure. Um, So, so basically I actually started out making uh directing and producing music videos for some hmm. big big name artists, you know, Grammy, Academy Award winning artists. And uh you know, I did that for maybe about 5 years and you know, I I just kind of didn't want to do it anymore. Uh you know, that the the whole lifestyle of of big artists is very uh Is very different from a lot of industries and so um, you know I wanted to kind of kind of slow down but still be in the creative space and still be doing uh, pretty much still be doing uh, video content where people are still paying you to do it and so uh, you know the logical thing I looked into doing commercials and so started out just doing uh, small ones and and uh yeah over the years we just grew our client base and grew our team and and you know grew our studio and and now we now we do pretty much videos you know from from brand new startups and individuals to you know fortune 500 brands okay excellent
1: now if someone wanted to um let's say do a influencer video funnel would they come to you for all of that as a one-stop shop, or are they coming to you for the videos first, and then they take that to another team that does funnels?
2: Yeah, they're they're just coming to us for the video content itself. We did for a little while uh, do the the full you know the full funnel, the full uh, ad package where you know we would try to handle all that. But um, we did we tried that for a little while, and we just realized that our our main strength is on creating video content. And then just giving it to somebody else, uh, you know, that, like Ian, you know, who, who might do a better job at, at taking it and running with it than us.
1: Okay, understood. And I like that, that you, you know, you tested it, you tried out what you uh, thought might work, and then you actually changed. So I find a lot of, I respect you and your company even more for doing that. You attempted it, and now you said, hey, you know what, we're not going to do that part. We're just gonna focus on what we know works best and we're gonna maximize our you know, um, results on this and, and just take it all the way. So I, I can definitely appreciate that and I'm sure our listeners can as well. Um, okay, so you're just doing the video content for them, then they would take that to another wheelhouse to then put it into a funnel because I know a lot of our listeners are like influencers and so forth um, and, and small business owners, entrepreneurs who is your main type of client? What's your main, um, you know, target clients and clients you have already? You know, what kind of demographic are they? Just so if they're listening now, they can say, "Hey, that's me."
2: Um, I mean, we we do some uh, we do video ads on you know on all the platforms, and I guess okay. if, if you're asking uh, you know who we're targeting in regards to that, you know, our uh, our targets that we put in there for our audience is. Things like you know marketing managers, uh, VP of marketing, small business owners, um, you know okay. drop shippers. So really, uh, pretty much, pretty much anybody with a business product or brand that needs video content for it. Which you know we say that all business pro- businesses products and brands need video content. But uh, really, you know we've we've done everything from you know day companies to you know doing stuff for for you know, Warner Brothers games and Costco. So, you know, it's it's okay. very, very broad uh, spectrum on, on what what we what we do and the clients we take on.
1: Okay. So it could be anyone from the solopreneur, let's say, uh, you know, solo influencer all the way to a bigger company that, that is very, extremely successful already. Uh, yep. you, you, you would handle it all. Okay, great. And you have the, the platform for that. And now, Ian, I have a question for you just about the SaaS cool. platform. And then you mentioned gamification as well. How are you seeing um, that right now, with where the trends of the industry is going for media or just online um, videos and websites and so forth, where it comes to like SaaS platforms and gamification, like my view on that is just that um, it's it's the trending thing. It's 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 what's up and coming, or and it's what it's here already. But everyone loves the gamification part of it too, where it just be more fun. But if you just talk a little bit more about that, too, yeah, what well, the, right.
3: the world's changed, right? So we all know that. You know pandemic changed the dynamic of of the workspace on a global basis virtually overnight so you know a number of things happened there firstly for technology that works in the cloud didn't we all run to that you know look at us now using this everyone consumers as well have moved to video conferencing and take taken to it instantly now there was no adoption curve it was virtually overnight so in terms of using digital and going online you know industry you know analysis reckons that we've jumped forward seven or eight years you know we, we've accelerated adoption of new tech by seven or eight years overnight so and and where the gamification bit comes into that where we, we fit is at in the niche that we we provide is if you've got remote workers knowing you know how you're monitoring them how you're driving their behavior how you're engaging them it's all about engagement it's all about productivity if I'm sat here, if I'm sat in an office, and I don't know about you, Mike, if you've gone back to the office or, or you're working remote, I guess with your work, you can work <laughs> anywhere. But you know, if you're in an office next to people, you can sort of gauge your productivity level. I, I, am I slacking, particularly in a sales environment? But if I'm sat at home, I might think about a great day and then I see the results of others and I had no visibility. And often those results come out once a week and you look at it and think, oh, my gosh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I didn't know but i was slacking off i didn't think i was and but i didn't realize right because there's no you've lacked that visibility of the environment that you're in we bring that into in, into the reality of you can see on a screen whether it's calls leads and whatever whatever the metrics are we're sucking that from your systems and representing it in a gamified way and I always say to people you know if, if you don't think gamification works look at look at so many things in the consumer world and kids my, my kids learn and go online learning and i watch them going back to the scoreboard again and again seeing have i moved up oh, oh no i'm third now in the class and i'll go back and do another 10 minutes and they'll go back and have like it dry it, it, it that's the way we behave as humans right we how, why do we mm-hmm. pick our mobile phones up 400 times a day because by design you want to know it and that's what gamification is by design it drives engagement and productivity. It works. You can't help it for it to work. So, a really exciting area, particularly with the way that we've changed our work environments now. Okay, excellent. <clears throat> excellent.
1: Especially with the, like you said, after the pandemic and, 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 and uh, just going through all the changes that we've been seeing. I'm curious what, and, and any of you can answer this question, um, what are some of the things that you see your clients before they come to you that they've just been wasting their time, money, energy, their resources on that they come to you and you kind of be like, Hey, and, and, and show them the way.
2: Sure. Uh, so, so I would say, uh, I would say we, we, we kind of get a half and half. So about half of our clients actually come to us saying, um, that they've already kind of did a, a, a little bit of a dive or maybe just dipped a toe into, into making video content for their brand. And that means that they either, um, didn't hire a professional, like they said. Like, oh, the uh, the marketing, you know, manager's son has an iPhone and and he makes TikToks, and so uh, you know he tried to do a, a a video for our you know our global brand and didn't turn out that well. And we say, well, you know, it, it probably you know, <laughs> uh, pro- that's probably what happens. And then um, and then we get we get the other side that hasn't really dove into uh, video content and they've been focusing more on uh, text based, text based ads, as well as uh, photos Mm -hmm. and and graphics, you know, which work to a certain extent. Um, So we just pretty much tell them like, you know, on, on the one hand with the person that might've already tried it a little bit, we say, you know uh, you know, it's, it's great that, you know, their son did that or whatever, you know, he should, you know, keep uh, being creative, but you know, when it comes to creating content for a business product or brand, you, you know, you really have to know what you're doing and you really have to, I guess, leave it to the professionals. Um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes if you, if you want to, you know, fix a sink correctly or, or whatever, you know, you would call a plumber, you could do it yourself, but it may not turn out as good as, you know, if, if you were to have a professional do it. And, you know, we have years of experience on getting eyeballs to watch videos, you know? And so, uh, so, you know, there are, you know, tricks of the trade that come with that. And, and that's, you know, and we tell our clients that's kind of what they're what they're getting as well as the actual video itself.
1: I like that yeah, you mentioned I, that I, because I, that shows a little bit of a difference of what you do better than than other people in your space. Uh, go ahead, Ian.
3: Yes. I was going to say I'd comment on that, Mike, because it, it's it's sort of I run sales and marketing, right? And for me, it's it's not about the, the production. It's not about ticking a box that you've created a video right it's about what's the outcome you want well the outcome is you want orders or you want visitors or you want engagement or followers whatever it is that's what you should be dri- focused on not taking the box <clears throat> of i need a blog or i need a video or i need so okay. when i get engaged with things and, and get asked to do stuff you know but blogging or whatever i always ask what can i say to me what can you do for us and i'll turn it back and say what's the outcome you're trying to drive what you're trying to get and that will define what we do not I want a video because you've got a video. Great. You've got a video tick box. You can create 10 great tick box. What, what does that mean? You've created, you, you've been active and you've created a bit of content. doesn't mean it's going to, you've done it for a reason. What's the reason? And that's, I guess, where your experience and expertise comes in, right? Is delivering the reason.
2: Yes, yes exactly.
3: And,
1: and it's, I, I agree with what you said. It's all about the outcome and we'll get you the, the result that you want. And then just focus on that and whatever you have to do to get there, reverse engineer to do that. Um, so I always like to know the people behind the company and, and and resources as well. So what type of things do you guys like to do when you're not working? What do you do for fun?
2: Um, we uh, we have a, a three-year-old at home and we have one more on the way. So we're, you know, we're just kind of right now we're in like nesting mode, just prepping for, for baby two. But, uh, but other than that, you know, um, we used to hang out with, uh, you know, friends and their kids a lot. Not so much quite anymore, but um, you know, we uh were my wife and I were big, you know, T V buffs. watch <laughs> a lot of TV as as a lot of people do. But uh yeah, you know, b- before before everything, you know, we would say, Oh, we like to travel, we like to, you know, go places, but you know, that that'll open open back up soon. But you know, our kids take a lot of uh, <laughs> priority right now. So
1: All right, I love it. Congratulations on the new baby. Thanks. And yourself, Ian?
3: Yeah, I, I've got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. So, so Mike, you, wait till they get to that. They run around <laughs> and, and they will got more money than, than you've got. Right? They're, 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 they're far more unpredictable. The older they get. Um, yeah, so I guess my my main one that uh, as a hobby and stuff, and I'll do I'll, I'll do that to give you a clue if it'll show. Is it's, it's only good show right the camera thing. Um, there you go. Is um, I do amateur, magic, which is always good for. Yeah when you do corporate events and stuff but I've, I've uh, mistakenly hired well into my one of my sales team a professional magician that's his and he's entered into sales so I coach the, the joke we have is I'm coaching in uh, sales and he and stuff his job is to coach me to be better at magic so
1: <laughs> so when you said
3: amateur I didn't hear the word after it broke up a little bit did you say amateur is a magician yeah, amateur. Because I'm around a professional, it's it sort of, But I, but I get away with a lot. I, I can do quite a bit of, of different. Uh, oh wow. tricks and, I love uh, that as well. Uh, um, I, I,
1: I wish oh. I, le- yeah. I wish I learned more of it when I was younger. But you know, it's never too late. But I, I love magic, watching it. But I, I find it's also a great icebreaker when I see people do it at different events. Uh, to any crowd, I mean, everyone just loves to be amazed and, and yeah. see magic happen to them. So uh, I like that. That's a really cool thing. You're the first one to say that uh, on anyone I've interviewed. So I like that. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> we got to hang out so I could hear some magic, and uh, there you go. All right. So, what else? If someone's listening to this and, and they're saying, you know, they they realize now from what you guys said that um, you know how important video marketing and video messaging is. It's it's not only just important, but it's it's crucial um, in in today's environment. Um, and they're liking you know what your company does. How can they get more info? What's the next step they should take into uh, you know getting through to your company?
2: Um, so, uh, so our website is thinkenvy.com. That's T H I N K E N V Y.com. And first thing, uh, we tell a lot of people to do is just to view all of our videos that we have on there. We probably have over a hundred videos that we've done for, for, uh, clients and we've done, we've done upwards of, you know, we've done over 3000 ads. Those are just our like you know, the, the, the big ones are, are the ones that have converted the best. And so uh, wow. you know, we, tell them, we tell them to watch the videos, see if that's something that they're interested in, like our style and everything. And then just to uh, we have an intake form just to get in touch with us. And basically, we try to cut down on back and forth emails as much as possible. So once we once we get the intake form, all we do is we give them a quick intro email, like introducing ourselves. We ask them to fill out another form that pretty much we get all the info we could possibly need for their project. And then we can send them a quote, you know, within two emails rather than just going back and forth, back and forth. Um, so it's a pretty quick process, you know, just, uh, you know, from, from, start to, from start to actually getting a video done.
1: Okay, excellent. So they can go straight to thinkenvy.com. Do check them out. And what's one last tip you can leave with our audience on anything regarding, you know, promotion, marketing, branding, videos, anything.
2: Um, just, uh, you know, make, make sure I guess you're, you're making content or video content for uh, the platform. So for instance, YouTube, YouTube will get different types of ads than say TikTok and Facebook yeah. will get different types of ads than say Instagram. And, you know, we specialize in, in doing all of that and, you know, doing multiple different versions of videos for all the different platforms. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big one that a lot of people don't realize they make one for YouTube and then they put it on the <laughs> other, other platforms and they don't perform as well. Uh, well
3: right. the, bigger, the bigger mistake they make, right, Mike, is they don't post them organically. So for example, that, that they'll host it on YouTube and then link to it from, let, let's pick LinkedIn, the B2B where I'd do it. And you're immediately get ranked down. You immediately right. get ranked down because you're you're taking the viewer to an to a competitive, so to speak, social media site, which is why you need a version for each platform, right? You post it natively, so it's hosted by that platform and keeps them on it. You'll mm-hmm. get better at the algorithms work better for you.
2: Definitely.
1: Excellent. Those are, those are great points. Uh, I never thought about that. How, how simplistic that is as well, even for, for posting, whether it's video or not, but it really should be tailored to that platform and that audience. Absolutely. Right. There you go. We have a, a couple of gems, a, several great gems that you guys have gave um, our audience. Thanks for being so generous with that. And, uh, once again, it's think check them out Envy creative. Thank you so much, Mike Vanelli, Ian Moise, and, uh, that's it for our episode this time. See you on another episode of the Future of Influence podcast. Thanks, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Future of
0: Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast. Slash apply to apply and if you liked what you heard please also visit and follow us on all social media please subscribe to our show on apple podcast google podcast spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast once again they call me king raj singh and thanks again for listening to the future of influence podcast tune in next time